As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Welcome back to the Star Wars Minute. It's the daily podcast in which we analyze, scrutinize, and celebrate the Star Wars movies one foreboding minute at a time. My name is Alex Robinson from comicbookalex.com. And my name is Pete the Retailer, and I am from nerdgeekdork.com. I'm Joseph Scrimshaw. I'm a comedian, a writer, and a man who believes that Luke Skywalker blew up the Death Star all by himself without any help from Obi-Wan Kenobi. (laughs) Weirdo. (laughs) What movie were you watching? (laughs) Anyway, welcome back, Joseph, for this Friday episode. Uh, Thank you. We are on Minute 85 of The Empire Strikes Back, Minute 85. It's, uh, we're on Dagobah. Uh, Luke is getting ready to leave, and it starts off with R2 firing up the converters as the X-Wing gets ready to take off. It ends a minute later, and we're on Cloud City, and Han Solo is walking into Leia's suite, saying the ship is almost finished and they can leave shortly. And that's exactly how it goes. They fly away from Cloud City. No problem. The end. Yep. The ship gets finished. They leave happily ever after. Finally meet at the <laughs> rendezvous point. Right. Luke shows up. He's like, wait, I thought there was pain and suffering here. <laughs> no? All right. Just a nice dinner. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, this is the tail end of Luke, Ben, and Yoda saying goodbye, which we've been talking about for much of the week. Yoda looks – I love the – he looks a bit crazy, but I love the look of Yoda when he says – Mind what you have learned. Save you it can. It's he looks like a like he just has a very crazed expression. You know, through, most of the time in this, he was kind of like resigned to Luke, you know, d- going. And this is like he suddenly seems to perk up in this one. Yeah, it's the nicest thing he ever says to Luke in Empire Strikes Back because it implies mm. that he's learned something. Like everything <laughs> else, he's kind of uh, uh, haranguing Luke, but yeah. that one actually seems like maybe I actually care a little bit about this guy. Yeah, yeah. Yoda was all kind of tough love drill instructor <laughs> before, and now he's just kind of yeah. like, hey. <laughs> if nothing else, just lift him in the air a little bit. <laughs> do any of the things he learned, does any of that actually save him? Uh, Other than just using the force? Yeah. He, that, Being high. Yeah, that high jump thing right. where he jumps out of the uh, the carbon freezing chamber, that saves him. Right, but that's really the only... Because uh, I think I guess the thing that ultimately saves him is being able to telepathically con- summon Leah, right? Because otherwise he would have just eventually fallen off that right. Antenna. So reaching out into the force, yeah. But we never saw him learning that skill specifically in and this. That he learned not to spaz out. You know, he learned not to rush things because you know you see when he's hanging from the weather vane that he calmly reaches out for the right person. First he says Obi Wan, then he remembers that Obi Wan said sorry, can't help you. And then he calmly asks for Leia. So it seems like he's learned the lesson of just calm down. Mm. Yeah. Patience. Patience. Yeah. Patience. <laughs> um, he also learns not to give in to hate, which Ben Kenobi, don't give in to hate. I don't know if for some reason that phrase seems funny to me. <laughs> I guess it's the first time we really hear hate used. Mm. Other than in the prequels where he says, hate leads to suffering. Suffering leads to pain. Pain leads to anger. Anger leads to suffering. <laughs> Uh, and Luke did say he hates the Empire in Star Wars. That's true. Like, I like the Empire. I hate it. But. So that you think that was the first sign that he was 
could be tempted by the dark side. Yeah, there should have been a little like pause. They're like, it's not like I like the Empire. I hate it. And then they have the little the music, the, the little yeah. sting of the Imperial March. I hate the blue milk. <laughs> Cut to a montage of Luke from childhood talking about different things he hated and then right. you know, building up to this moment. Um I like that Luke says, you know, when they're giving him all the advice and they're, you know, like, oh, you know, remember what you learned and all that. And he's like, I will. And then I'll return. As a Jedi, like it should have been like, you know, I wanted it to be some kind of more like, you know, almost like a like a Mr. Roper, like look at the camera moment. Like kind of <laughs> ret- it'll be the return of the Jedi. It is also weird that he says he'll come back to complete his training mm-hmm. and he promises, mm-hmm. you know, but he doesn't actually. He comes well, back, the, but he, not. But he by tries then, to complete his training, but Yoda yeah. dies on him. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Spoilers. <laughs> Damn. Well, he becomes one with the Force. Right. He moves to a different area. Um, I do also like it's it's kind of a good example of a um, uh, of turning a weakness into a strength because you don't see the X wing take off. You don't see it like a far shot of the X wing floating up in the air and then blasting off. Um, yeah. So I like that you only see it. It's really just implied with lighting. You know, yeah. you kind of see a light go up and then Ben, you know, Ben and Yoda are there. The light changes on them. It's like totally dark for a while. Then it becomes like a different lighting. And it's just really some, I think it's just good storytelling and getting around the fact that, you know, they didn't have the budget to show an X-Wing taking off. So. Yeah. Like if you're like, yeah. I'm going to show this rocket ship taking off and I'm going to do it with like three lights and a puppet. <laughs> it's always struck me as like unnecessarily beautiful like that they could have just cut to something else they could have just cut to the ship in space or it could have just been them in darkness but i've always thought that's like wow that went the extra mile to make that really cool and really emotional and i you know there's so many touches like that in empire that i think is what makes it a better film of those kind of moments yeah yeah just you know lovely and romantic when it could have just been kind of smash cut to more stuff yeah Exactly. They would have had a like a far shot of the X-Wing, you know, like you said, the, right. the CGI ladder being ripped, going back in and then the X-Wing <laughs> taking off and the trees all flying around and stuff. And, but they really understated and nice. So, uh, yeah. Yoda getting knocked over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yoda would have those lights, you know, I, I, I'm trying pantomiming, you right. know, those, 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 those flashlight things that you... Air traffic controller. Yeah. Kind of, exactly. <laughs> A lightsaber, yeah. Uh, right. And I like Yoda's I told you so. Told you I did. You know, like, yes. see? See? Right. Yeah. So, uh, definite burn. Yeah. And then we do get the, the can of worms opens with, uh, I can't do the voice. You that boy is our last hope. Right. And Yoda says, no, there is another. And then it's like, <gasps> what? Oh, that was one. See, that's probably another thing that if you were watching these basically back to back, it wouldn't really be a thing, but the three years in between Empire and Jedi, there was all sorts of debate as to who the other was. Yeah, yeah. What kind of what kind of things did you guys debate? Who did you think the other was? Uh, I I don't I don't remember having an opinion about who it was. I remember someone saying they th- they thought the other was Boba Fett, which I thought mm-hmm. was a very stupid choice. Oh, that, yeah, that's uh, that seems like something people would say now. Sense. I remember thinking it would be Lando or Chewbacca. <laughs> Chewbacca, wow. that would have been awesome. <laughs> I was just trying to picture like the weirdest. I thought it couldn't possibly be Han because Han was already, you know, in danger of being much cooler than Luke. And that wasn't fair. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so it had to be somebody that would be not, it would be weird to have a lightsaber, but it, it would be okay. It would work. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of how 
Uh, of course, the first thing I want to say is Boshek, the guy who <laughs> the guy who introduced Chewbacca to Han Solo. <laughs> I want to see him. He would be the other one. Oh right, because it's a yeah, it's slimy looking dude in a pilot suit. Yeah, <laughs> slimy. <laughs> Uh, I don't know who I would pick. I mean, somebody like Hammerhead would be an awesome one. I guess an right. alien's cooler than a human. Yeah. By definition. Yeah. I, think, a- I just assumed that it was a good guy that we already knew to be a good guy. And I, I don't know why I assumed that. General Reikian. Yeah, it would be a shame <laughs> if it was Greedo because then Han shot him already. Or it would be like somebody- a Simpsons episode where it would be like some other person that we never met before who wound up killing the emperor and doing everything, you know, and Luke would show up and they'd be like, Oh, we already killed the, em- like somebody already right. killed the emperor. And, and, you know, <laughs> they'd be like, Oh, that's weird. So, you know, it'd be like, right. uh, there's a whole parallel plan that there's like, you know, <laughs> another Obi-Wan there's, you know, uh, yeah. like Kit Fisto has been training some other guy on a different planet as a ghost. Yeah, you figure there must be all sorts of schemes there- going on. Or people trying to, the emperor has probably made a lot of enemies over the years. So there's right. probably tons of plots to kill him going on at this one point. Right. Yeah. So, uh, well, my, uh, my brother and I, you know, when we play with the action figures, we would have a problem when we would get the same action figure. Uh, we would tell kind of complex narrative stories. And we, we both had Luke Skywalkers, and my brother is older than me, so he convinced me that his Luke Skywalker was the real Luke Skywalker, and my action figure was actually Luke's cousin, uh, Duke's Starkiller. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's so like I the, think there was the a part of uh, hope, like, like, maybe Duke Starkiller is real. <laughs> <laughs> I like their cousins and their names are still so similar. Right. Right. <laughs> like you couldn't even call him Duke Skywalker. You had to call him Duke Sky Killer, Star Killer. Yeah. Which which is a you know, it's a pretty badass name. Right? Yeah. yeah. Star Killer is I assume you got that from some sort of uh not expanded universe, but you must have because that name was wasn't that in one of the original drafts? Wasn't he called the Star Killer? The Adventures of I the Star think- Killer or something? Yeah. I think that my brother actually did just pull it out of thin air of something that sounded close to Luke, hmm. sounded close to Skywalker, sounded cool. So, you know, I wouldn't feel bad that my action figure is not actually Luke Skywalker. Uh, and I think that I think it is in an early draft, but I swear my brother just came up with it, you know, <laughs> through the power of the force, I guess. <laughs> Maybe Obi-Wan told him. He summoned it. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess your brother really was kind of. It's not like he said, oh, yes, and your, your name, you know, this isn't Luke Skywalker. This is like, you know, puke sludge climber you know like he gave you yeah. a cool scent duke star killer is yeah, probably sounds, the most badass name you can it's more macho yeah yeah it's almost I mean, too macho this is pete simpson like that would be boring <laughs> hey hey simpson eh? <laughs> um so did you guys see uh do you remember seeing empire i don't know how old you are but do you remember seeing empire uh... yeah i was very young when empire came out and yeah and i remember loving it and i, I remembered loving yoda in particular uh I mean, I already like, like Luke, but Yoda, especially since he started out with like a sense of humor and being zany, and then he ended up being wise. The, to me, that was like the like being a kid. Like everybody looks at you like you're some harmless weirdo, but you feel like you're the one who secretly has knowledge and power. Hmm, and, and you're smaller than everyone. Yeah, exactly. You're a small weirdo who is secretly great, and that's exactly who Yoda was. <laughs> every that's how every kid feels about himself. Uh, this is a. I don't know if we've ever talked about this, Pete. But when you guys would play Star Wars, mm-hmm. did you guys ever play Star Wars as if you were the characters, not with toys? Uh, yeah. Who would you be? It shifted around. I, I think I, I told you my uh, my story about getting in trouble on the bus for pretending I was Han Solo in the opening <laughs> credits of the <laughs> holiday special. 
Oh, I thought you meant because you shot somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Unprovoked. Yeah, I, I shot a kid at my school. I was pretending I was Anne Solo and got in trouble. <laughs> Sorry for the mess, lunch lady. <laughs> um, what about you, Joseph? Who would you, uh, any, any? Oh, I, I, uh, who I wanted to be? No, like, well, when you go, when you and your friends would say, oh, let's play Star Wars, I'm so and so. Oh, I really liked being Luke Skywalker. Uh, and what? then, yeah. And then Return of the Jedi kind of ruined that because he was so all powerful, uh, as a Jedi. You know, and I think he's presented in Return of the Jedi as pretty powerful that, like, he makes Han useless. So mm-hmm. other kids would get mad that anybody wanted to be Luke Skywalker because he just makes everybody else redundant and useless because every problem that comes up, you just say, well, I'm Luke and I use the Force. Like, yeah. No! <laughs> <laughs> well, you had dibs, though, because you had been, you know, Luke Skywalker all along. Yeah, like, well, I suffered through Duke Starkiller. Yeah. <laughs> I worked my way up to Luke Skywalker. <laughs> I wasn't going to give it up. Uh, I'm embarrassed to say the only person I remember being is C-3PO. Which is, really? I think, I think that says a lot about me, my 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 self-esteem as a kid, <laughs> that I was like the uh, the annoying nerd of the, <laughs> of, the, of the Star Wars universe. Did you have a lot of opinions about Protocol? <laughs> well, uh, it used to drive me crazy. I'm like, it's the salad fork, dinner <laughs> fork, dessert fork, and they go, okay, spoons on the top. Come on. How hard is that? <laughs> Yes, exactly. Uh, although no one could program a binary load lifter as good as I could, so uh, I do take credit for that. It's like a VCR. Like the adults are all like, "How do we program this load lifter?" And you're like, oh, "Finally, this is where this is where a three PO gets to shine." <laughs> oh, I'm gonna call you that now. No, no. Why did I open my big mouth? It sounds like a great rap name, a three PO. Totally. <laughs> Oh, so we uh, as we were talking about the you know the ship leaving Bespin, uh, we do get a little bit of that kind of smash cut because it's like, all right, you know, see you later. Like there is another, you know, everything's kind of dark, and then it's yeah. like instantly it just right. clicks in. It's like like the music gets all jaunty, and it's like like here we go, we're going to you know Bespin. I didn't watch the special edition version of this minute, but that that is a longer transition. I remember in the special edition, the twin pod cloud car flies around a lot longer in the special edition. Oh, is that where that shot? Is? Yeah, there's like the. It's almost like the kind of establishing shot that they made of Tatooine. Where yeah, where you see going crazy, except it's yeah. just a twin pod cloud car just kind of flying through. Twin pod cloud car. Twin pod. In a twin bunch pod of Leia pacing. There's yeah. a bunch of Leia pacing in the window. Right. Um, How much is that Leia pacing in the window? <laughs> a lot. A More lot. wealth than you can imagine. <laughs> Anything else? We got anything else? Um, Twin Pod Cloud Car. Twin Pod Cloud Car. We said that. Leia pacing. Always pacing. It's interesting that Leia is the next character that you see after there is another. So I guess we're all pretty oh, stupid. Oh. Not, well, that up. not counting the Twin Pod Cloud Car pilot. <laughs> yeah, I think that was one of the... <laughs> Two of them, right? Right. The, the lost alien Twin Pod. Oh, no. Was the, that was the Bestman Guard was the alien. The Cloud. Po- oh, right. the cloud uh, did you guys own the Twin Pod Cloud Car? I did. You yeah. know... I could only have so many toys, and it was pretty low on my list. Yeah. yeah I did I, have the pilot, though, which was sad without the actual ship. You oh. had the pilot? I had the pilot, but not the ship. So you had the, you had the Twin Pod Cloud Car Pilot and Lobot. Those, that was, those are your only two no, toys. I never had Lobot. Please don't smear me that way. <laughs> there's, libelous. There's a, um, there's a commercial. There's a Star Wars uh, you know, Kenner Toys commercial, which is... Uh, uh, from around this era, and they were trying to sell Twin Pod Cloud Car, Twin Pod Cloud Car Pilot, Lobot, and that kind of thing. And uh, 
if you watch, you know, the, the commercials do a good job of kind of reflecting like how kids would actually play with the toys, I think. Right. And because uh, they, they'll just make up random weirdo stories. This one, I it really struck a chord with me because it's totally, you know, the type of story that you would make up if you had Twin Pod Cloud Car, Pilot, and Lobot, and nothing else. And because it's just <laughs> Trapped like, on a deserted island. With- yeah, it's like, you know, <laughs> your, your mom went to the store and got the toys that they had left, and, like, you know, there were no more Hans and Lukes, and, and it's, you know, like, the whole gist of the thing that, the, you know, the, this play session is Twin Pod Cloud Car flies up, and... And they're like, yep, we saw the Millennium Falcon. It's at the docking bay over there. That's great. <laughs> they're here, and you better go keep a guard on them. You know, it's just like, well, it's like it's like waiting for Godot, except with Lobot like and a really horrible deleted scene from Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, and then in the background, out of focus, you can see the cool kids playing with the Millennium Falcon and <laughs> in that other commercial down the street. Right. <laughs> if you're going to collect them all, you need these guys too. <laughs> Want the cool kids to play with you? Why not get the action figures no one wants so you'll be able to fit in? <laughs> There'll be no fighting over these. Uh, yeah, I invented a whole character for my cloud car pilot. I can't remember what his name was, but he was trying to uh, start a relationship with Leia. Whoa. And Han was having none of it. So you went for like a whole romantic triangle. Uh, yeah, I mean, at, at this time, uh, my mother was watching a lot of soap operas too. So I think I like got soap opera lore mixed up mm. with Star Wars lore in my mind. And let me guess, you were stuck with Princess Leia in Bespin Gown. That was your only other action figure. Uh, I had Hoth and Bespin Gown, and oh. uh, I preferred Hoth. Uh, but Bespin Gown's pretty good. Bespin Gown is all right, but Hoth is definitely my favorite Leia. I think we've, we've discussed this before. She changes back into her uh, Cloud Hothiness. <laughs> she Cloud changes back into her Hoth outfit. Uh, well, that's yeah, it's kind of her Hoth under things, right? We'll, we'll, we'll I guess we have to save that. Huh? Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. I have a, I have a long-standing note. Oh, that, uh, later on. So, well, have fun with the hot under. <laughs> it's a little teaser for everyone coming up, <laughs> coming up in in a month or two. <laughs> well, all right then. So, uh, Joseph, thanks for joining us this week. Oh, thank you. It was great. And uh, you are you already off? You told us you were a Jedi fan. So, if we do Jedi, we'll have you back for Jedi. That is a legally binding right. commitment. Yeah, you can play it back, much like you can play back Obi Wan Kenobi's lying words, and we'll 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 weasel our way out of it. We'll be like, well, you know, we said we'd have you back for Jedi. It's true from a certain point of view. From a certain point of view. Yes. What uh, what minute do you want to come back for for Jedi? Oh, I would love to come back for all of Obi Wan's lies uh, when he's sitting there. <laughs> I'm shocked you'd want to come back for Dagobah again, but uh, if you insist. Oh, I, lo- I love it. I, I want to be there for when old ghost Obi-Wan has to sit down. He knows he is so full of crap, even a ghost has to sit down and take a load off. First, I thought you called him the old goat Obi-Wan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. So, uh, so, Joseph, we'll see you for Return of the Jedi. We'll see everyone else here on Monday for the next episode of the Star Wars. Star Wars Monday. Patience! 